In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you paying it forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Druggynet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Paying It Forward. I hope everyone is enjoying the summer so far. This past weekend, I took a fabulous trip with my kids as my poor husband stayed home and worked. I thought I would give my husband the opportunity to work uninterrupted so when we take our week-long family vacation, he would truly be able to relax. Well, let me just say, it takes a lot of guts to put three kids in a car, all constrained in their car seats for hours, but it was well worth it when we arrived at our destination, St. Michael's, Maryland. I share this with you because it was such a magical place that I would strongly urge you to visit if you get a chance. St. Michael's is one of those many inlets off the Chesapeake Bay. It was truly, truly delightful. We stayed in a house that was built in 1860, and as we walked around the adorable town, it reminded me of Martha's Vineyard. So with that, um, I would like to go ahead and come uh, share with you my business tip of the week. Okay. So this week, um, I would like to thank Peter Burns. Peter Burns is somebody that you can actually, he's the founder of, um, uh, let me come back to his thing. But anyway, we're going to have to edit. Okay. So Peter came up with this, um, Peter came up with this business all about helping people. And he can go to business professionals and he asks you questions or you can ask him questions and he comes up with great advice. So I sent him a question, and I had said to him, so, Peter, tell me something. My Glovies is truly a challenge. I've come up with this really unique product that um, I feel like I get a double whammy because I have to introduce and educate my consumer, my customer, about my product, and then I have to try to convince them to sell my product. So I turned to Peter and I said, so what kind of advice can you give me as far as that goes? So he had said to me, Josephine, This is what you need to do. Number one, go to Mojo Video Productions. He said, if you can get a video made of you demonstrating your product, your customers will get it right away. So I thought that was a great idea, and I'm definitely going to look into that. And he also suggested that I should try to hook up with another marketing company that has a similar product to mine. And he said, this way you can share all the marketing expenses and you'll be able to cover a lot more of your market in half the time. 
So with that, I wanted to say thank you to Peter Burns. Um, he's the founder of Club E, and he's actually going to be a guest on Paying It Forward in a couple of weeks. So that is the business tip of mine that I'd like to pay forward for today. So with that, I would like to introduce to you my guest today, Alicia Marie Fruin. Alicia Marie has become a national leader in the field of coaching and training for small business owners. For over a decade, she has coached managers, presidents, and sales professionals on how to build businesses truly worth having. She has been an entrepreneur for, over, for almost 20 years. Through her business, People Biz Inc., Alicia has developed comprehensive tools and programs to support and educate business owners and professionals. Her desire to learn more about people along with her expertise in behavioral sciences, neurolinguistics, and business give her a unique ability to address the challenges her clients face. Alicia Marie enjoys dispelling the myths and misunderstandings about business coaching. It's not training and it's not consulting, she says, and I can't wait to get her real definition of what a business coach is. She has numerous coaching certifications, including her PCC with International Coach Federation. Alicia Marie is a popular speaker and workshop leader. She has led hundreds of programs on leading and managing employees, communication skills, fearless business practices, and entrepreneurial success to clients, professional associations, and small businesses. She is happily married to Chris Fruin. She is a mother of five adult children and a grandmother of three, even though she looks like she's about 18. Uh, she loves yoga, and she's a runner. And she's spent most of her life in Texas, and she resides currently in Austin, Texas. So with that, I would like to welcome Alicia Marie to Paying It Forward this week. Thank you. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> Alicia, this is going to be a lot of fun, and I wish that somebody could have taken a film of me for the past hour and a half. I'm usually a lot smoother with my introductions, but um, <laughs> today I was literally leaping in the air to catch a train, and the train took off in front of me, and I was like, okay, that's okay. I left plenty of time. I'm on my, you know, I had to travel from my home in Long Island into Manhattan, so the problem is the trains, you know, it's an hour-long ride. But um, to make a long story short, I literally ran from Penn Station to a friend of mine to his office. He's letting me use his office to do my show today. And I was out of breath. <laughs> but the good news is we have you on the air today. And <laughs> I am thrilled to have you, Alicia. <laughs> well, you know, whenever I go to that much effort to um... – to fill on an intention or keep my word or make an appointment, uh -huh. it's always ten times better, whatever <laughs> that was. So this is going to be a great show. Oh, I'm so happy. So, Alicia Marie, I want to tell my listeners how I met you. So I met you at the um, Count Me In seminar that I always talk, I must have talked about that a hundred times on my radio show because it was just such a moving event for me. Um, it was last September, Nell Merlina was there, you were an incredible speaker, and I just came home so pumped from that whole conference that my husband didn't know what I looked like, the energized bunny. I was like, yes. I have to work, I have to make a million dollars. Yes. <laughs> So it was really funny, but okay, with that, let's get started, and Alicia, Marie, can you tell me, tell me a little bit about your background, and what made you decide to become a business coach? 
Ooh, okay, I'll try to do it in three minutes or less. Um, <laughs> I was first exposed to coaching back in 1990 by Anthony Robbins. I had a very part-time job with him selling coaching after his seminars, so I learned to talk about coaching distinct from training. And then um, I was very much into personal growth, and I was doing landmark education courses, and I looked up one day and realized that I was actually wanted to lead courses, even though it terrified me to be in front of people. Okay. And I got trained as a program leader for them, and I was trained for six years, literally trained for six years. Wow. <laughs> every week. And I always had a coach during that time, so that was my first experience of having a coach, which is very important to actually being a coach. I uh, hired my first coach in 1995. And at the time, I was in real estate. I was in real estate for a total of 10 years, all through the 90s. And um, having that business coach put me in the top 20 of realtors in the city at the time. Within about six months. Wow. And um, I also got, right around the same time, got trained as a support group leader for the terminally ill. And I mention that because that's where I really fell in love with human beings. And oh. people say, oh, isn't that depressing? And I say, no, these people are courageous and amazing what, what they're doing, you know, for their families and, and you know, while they're facing this disease. Um, so what did you do for them, Alicia? I led Can... support groups for the terminally ill. Oh, the support groups. Okay, yeah, sure. I led, yeah, I support, and... Um, 1998, I actually developed my first coaching program, mostly because people wouldn't leave me alone. <laughs> they, you know, I would take, they wanted to know how I stayed so healthy. So I'd take them to the grocery store, show them how to shop. I had cooking classes. I even had, like, company walks every Saturday. I took people to the gym and showed them how to lift weights. I took them to the vitamin store, and none of it worked, and I realized these people don't need information. They need coaching. Oh, wow. And I developed my first program, which I still lead today, which is called Healthy Solutions. So, you know, it was a decade-long experimentation in coaching and training. But the whole time, I'm not thinking I'm going to become a coach or trainer. But in 2000, Mm -hmm. I sold everything and started a training and coaching company. And I was almost immediately successful. And that's how I ended up where I am today. Oh, that's wonderful. So healthy solutions. I love that idea, Alicia Marie, because I am a big proponent of Weight Watchers. And after I had my three kids, I loved going there because it was a healthy way of eating Mm -hmm. and you kind of have control over it. But there was never really any place to go where you could do both. I mean, they encouraged you to exercise, but I used to sit there in the meetings thinking to myself, gosh, if they only had a room next door and had 10, you know, treadmills, and you had to go on that treadmill for a half hour before you went into the class, I always thought that would be such a better way of kind of pulling it all together. Mm -hmm. And it sounds to me with healthy solutions, it sounds like you did both. You probably coached with the exercise as well as eating healthy. Am I correct? It's more about being emotionally and mentally well. So everything starts internally, and then it shows up externally. You can't start with what's on the outside. You actually don't start with food and exercise. You start with your foundation, which is your emotional and mental well-being. And then it's easy to add eating well and easy to add taking care of yourself and easy to add exercise. 
Oh, that's that's so important. And you're so right because even in business, I just kind of feel like if you're not right on the inside, then nothing really goes right. You know what I'm saying, Alicia? Absolutely, and I have some stuff to say about that in terms of business and how that impacts your business um, maybe after the next break. Oh, yeah, that, that sounds wonderful, Alicia. So we're just coming up to a break now, but um, I can't wait to hear what you have to say about working from the inside out. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back right back with Paying It Forward. Thanks, Alicia. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Critical thinking in the real world. What does it take to get ahead and stay ahead of the curve in this ever-changing world around us? Critical thinking in the real world with Janet Hens. Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central on Toginet. Starting November 4th, Janet Hens is a college instructor, speaker, writer, wife, and mother of three young children. She also has her Master's of Arts in writing from Johns Hopkins University. Janet began her career working for a congressman on Capitol Hill, then moved over to lobbying when he retired. It was through these jobs that she learned about the power of grassroots initiatives, media relations, and public speaking. And then she honed these skills when she became a college instructor. Today, she artfully balances work with full-time motherhood. In the show, Critical Thinking in the Real World, Janet will discuss hot topics and the critical thinking necessary to assess them. Her passion for education impacts her daily life, and she'll share that in every show. Critical Thinking in the Real World with Janet Hens, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central, starting November 4th on toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. I love it. Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen know it. Join these soul sisters Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 Central, part of the Her Inside Network on Toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. Showcases two sides. One, to help entrepreneurs showcase their products and tell their story of their happily ever after. And two, to interview people who have realized their own fairy tale and doing something to benefit others. This show is here to help folks who have an idea and want to get it off the ground, as well as to inspire people to make the world a better place by doing something extraordinary or out of the box to help others. Both of these entrepreneurs have their own businesses and websites. With more information on their passions and successes, first for Debbie, FairytaleWishesInc.com. And for Deanna, TheNextBigZing.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. With the Soul Sisters, Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen. Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central. Part of the Her Insight Network on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Welcome back, everyone. We have Alicia Marie Fruin from PeopleBiz, Inc., So, um, Alicia Marie was just telling us how important it is to work from the inside out. Can you elaborate on that for me, Alicia? Sure. Um, I would say about half of my clients, when they first start coaching, are working 50 to 60 hours a week, eating fast food, 
um, not taking care of their bodies, exercising, not getting the time in the relationships that they need, not getting the time with their children that they want, not able to be present with their family. In other words, they're kind of a, they're, they're a mess. In terms mm-hmm. of their well-being, they're a mess. And the mindset is typically, I have to work, I have to get it done. If I don't do this, no one else will do this. Um, hard work, hard work, hard work, hard work. The problem with that is it's mindless hard work. Uh-huh. Because you can't possibly do a great job in your business if you don't feel good. Right. You tend to check out. You, you, ch- you ignore what's going on with your body, which causes you to check out. You ignore what's happening with you emotionally, which causes you to check out. You're not even here. So that 12 hours of work you're getting done is maybe worth seven hours of work if you were happy, healthy, balanced, um, and getting what you need. Just think of it this way. Um, a lot of you are probably managing people. Are you going to do a better job of managing someone when they make a mistake if you are rested and you went for a run this morning and you had a healthy breakfast when you're, when you're communicating with your employee? Of course you are. Of course you're going to do a better job. Uh, and so it makes sense that when you take care of yourself, your business thrives too. Your business is just a reflection of what's going on with you. And so I will usually make some kind of deal with my clients. I'll tell you what. We start this wellness or well-being plan in the background of working on your business. And if you follow this plan for 100 days, I promise you, you will see at least a 30% raise in revenue. And, of course, they almost always take me up on it. Right. And it works. Oh, it sounds great. And yep. you know what's so funny? I agree with you so much because about a year ago, I, with a girlfriend, decided to hire a personal trainer. And I just kind of, I loved working out with my girlfriend because we were kind of at the same level. It it was so inexpensive by splitting the session between the two of us. So that was never an excuse that, oh, you know what, I could spend the money on something else. So that wasn't an excuse. We were committed to each other, so I couldn't let her down, and she didn't let me down. And it was funny because when I took the time to really exercise, when you're exercising, lots of times you tend to eat right because you say, gosh, I just invested all that time in exercising. Mm-hmm. I want to eat right. And you, you are so right, Alicia Marie, because you have, you have more focus. I think mm-hmm. that's what really happens. You feel better about yourself. You're happier. You make everybody around you happier, right. and you're more productive. Yeah, and the best way to save time is to be present. And most yeah. of her hanging out in the future and hanging out in the past, not really here right now. You can only create results when you're here right now. And so that makes people very, very productive, very capable of putting less time in and getting a lot more out of their business. So that's great, but, you know, what piece of advice do you have for the mom entrepreneurs out there that are listening and that feel the pressure that they have to be in the office? Lots of us have our offices out of our home. I'm mm-hmm. fortunate enough to actually have a real live room where I can just close that door right. and it's kind of in a separate part of the house, which helps a lot. 
But what about those moms who are working at home and who are interrupted with young children? It's really difficult because when you're at work, you really should be at work. When you're with the kids, you really should be mentally with the kids. Do you have any advice, Alicia, for somebody like that? (laughs) I wouldn't do it. I mean, I can appreciate why people do it, but, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't have my own home office until my kids were well into their late teens um, because, you know, young children just need so much from us. So the first thing I would say is get smart around how you're going to um, manage your time at the office and with your children. So let's say you do have to office out of your home. Who would watch your children? You know, when it when is it okay to have interruptible time, and when do you really need time to just focus on your business? Most of us just need about two to three hours of true focused time working on our business each day. We don't need eight. Oh, wow. The rest of the time we can be interrupted. You know, the phone's ringing, this is happening, got to run here mm-hmm. to this appointment. Um, and, you know, getting someone to help you with that child is an investment in your business. So right. don't think of it as money out. One of the biggest lessons I learned about business from my clients, from running my own business, is stop robbing your business. Invest mm-hmm. in your business. Don't spend more than half of what you bring in if you're a solopreneur or any kind of entrepreneur, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, reinvest in your business and having care for the children while you are doing the must-haves in your business, it makes sense. And it will help you grow your business. You know, only yeah. about 80% of women entrepreneurs will never do more than 50000 in annual revenue. And that's because they haven't, they're busy being mothers and they're busy managing their relationships and not taking the business seriously, understanding that you have to reinvest. Sure. And I just remember one really important thing from the Count Me In, and it kind mm-hmm. of ties in here. It's like you have to work on your business, mm-hmm. not in your business. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of seems like that's exactly what you're saying here. Mm-hmm. Um how important that maybe if we really do only have six solid hours to work, mm-hmm. you know, three uninterrupted, three interrupted, then maybe we can outsource and hire the right people to help us get our jobs done. Sure we can. Absolutely we can. That's the other thing. Women are really funny about hiring and getting help. You know, that whole superwoman thing that we were sold in the 80s and 90s that we can have it all and we can do it all, it was bunk. It isn't true. You do have to choose, and it makes sense. That's the difference between men and women. Men will go get help, and we tend to think we have to do it all. We have to clean the house. We have to manage the business. We have to take care of the children, and we have to run them around. It's not true. When you hire someone to clean the house, that's time you can spend in your business making your business thrive and run. Yeah, I think that's great advice. But did, am I correct in you in hearing you, Alicia Marie? Were you saying that if it's at all possible, we should try to get an office out of the home? It, when you have small children, it is just such a tug to be with them all the time. I know that. Okay. You know, when my children were younger, I wanted to be cooking and cleaning and wiping their noses and and, and playing in the dirt with them, and um, it just was too big of a tug for me. So I definitely, all through the 90s, had an office outside of my home. 
And there are a lot of creative ways that you can make that happen for yourself. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think you're so right. You know, I kind of did it in reverse where I decided that I would get everybody out of my house. My two older kids were in school somewhat full-time, but then I still have a preschooler. So I decided to get her involved in a lot of activities. And then one day my husband said, well, maybe you should be the one that gets the office out of the home. And it seems like, you know, you probably have that right idea also because when you get to the office, you focus and that's it. Yeah, now I office out of my home and I even, I even have two offices here. Um, but I don't have any children at home anymore. Yeah, so you don't have that interruption. Mm-hmm. All right, so, so this sounds great. So now, um, I, how did you get involved with the Count Me In organization? <laughs> uh, actually, Bill DeWeese with the Coach Connection, great guy. Uh, and I will, and that's how I was introduced. Um, Count Me In is actually one of his clients. And I am, I, I love Nell Merlino and I love Count Me In. <laughs> I love what they're doing for women. My mother lobbied for the Equal Rights Amendment when I was a young girl. And I remember her taking me with her. She was always fighting the state legislature. <laughs> that's so yeah, funny. And, and so I remember at the time being so moved by equal rights for women, and that women can do these things in the world. And um, it feels to me, and I, sometimes I think the generation right under this takes all of that for granted, but there was a time when you couldn't buy real estate ladies, you know, and oh, it wasn't yeah. that long ago. <laughs> That's so um, funny. And not without a, something from the doctor saying that you were sterile or a co-signer like a brother or father on a loan. Um, and so what Nell Merlino's message of, you know, empowering women to take their businesses seriously, take themselves seriously, learn what it takes to run a business, that, that message really resonates with me. And, you know, there's probably nothing I wouldn't do for Count Me In. And um, if they ask me to come to a conference, I'm there. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's just such a moving experience. And the caliber of people that are involved in that program just amazed me. And I've actually had a lot of them as guests on my radio show. Mm-hmm. But what's yes. so amazing to me is we're sitting in that room, and as I'm struggling to get my business off the ground, the woman next to me, you know, Nell has her stand up and asked her what her sales was, and $10 million. $10 million, yeah. and I yeah. was floored. I said, yeah. these are just, you know, people like us, yeah. and what are they doing that made them turn the corner? They have coaches. Coaches. You yeah, really they have believe- coaches. I've coached many, 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 many of those women and watched them double their revenue in a year, watched them triple their revenue in two years. Yeah. They have coaches. So we should yeah. talk about that next after next break. <laughs> Yeah, all right. I would love to to know more about coaches, and maybe we can talk about, like, if I have listeners out there who are on the fence as to whether they really should hire a coach or Mm -hmm. not, or what what happens, Alicia Marie, when somebody um, doesn't have the money right now to invest in a coach? Maybe you can give us some tips on how they can handle it. Absolutely. So with that, um, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back shortly with Paying It Forward. 
right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on Toginet.com. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central, part of the Her Insight Network. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism, the historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years, how can we hold on to what we hold dear, and the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. Get a jump on what your preschool kids need to know with Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten from Stacy Cannonberg. A mom told me this is the book I've been looking for. This book gives me all the information I need about what my kids need to know. And a private school admissions director said this is exactly what we test on. Google it, get it, and get ahead. Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten. Applauded and approved by parents and educators. Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten is a state-approved teaching tool. On sale now, in stores, or online at cedarvalleypublishing.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. We were just discussing coaching, and I have... Alicia Marie Fruin from People Biz Inc. Before we continue, I just want to give Alicia Marie the opportunity for any of my listeners to contact her. So can you give us um, just a way that my listeners sure. can get in touch with you? Absolutely. You can email coach at peoplebizinc.com, coach at peoplebizinc.com, and I actually won't be in the office for the next week because we had a death in the family, but... Mm-hmm. I will return your emails. Um, you can also call us, 512-989-2230. That's 512-989-2230. And our website is www.peoplebizinc.com. Okay, that's perfect. Thanks, Alicia. So um, let's talk about the definition of a coach. Okay. And this isn't just my definition. This is International Coach Federation's different um, definition, the largest body of coaches, um, you know, coaching is not yet regulated, so we regulate ourselves. And it's also the definition of World Association of Business Coaches. If you find a coach that is certified through International Coach Federation or even just a member of World Association of Business Coaches, you found yourself a real coach. So let me tell you what I mean by that. Most of us have been to seminars or workshops. We've gotten training. Um, when I'm the trainer, I'm teaching something. I'm offering principles. I'm having conversations with people. Uh, I'm the expert in the room. Make sense? Absolutely. When I'm yeah. consulting, someone has hired me because of my expertise. I have two areas of expertise, organizational development and marketing. So they've hired me to come in and be the advisor and maybe even do the job for them. And in that relationship, 
with that client, I'm the expert. Coaching is a facilitated dialogue that moves someone from where they are now to where they want to go. It's a provocative dialogue. It's a dialogue where I challenge, where I push, where I ask someone to be bigger and better and more than they've ever been before. It's a dialogue where I challenge limiting beliefs. It's a dialogue where there's a lot of accountability. And in that relationship, the client is the expert, not me. Hmm. People tap tap into their own wisdom in coaching. People grow and develop themselves in coaching. The reason your business isn't wherever you want it to be right now is because there's something about the way you're being or what you're believing or what it is you're doing that has you have your business look and feel the way it is. And that's all good and that's bad. In other words, 2 plus 2 equals 4. If you're looking at 4, it's because there was 2 plus 2. And so if you want something else to occur for you in business, you're going to have to change the factors involved. And that's what I do for people. I help them get bigger. I help them get bigger, better. I help them think larger. I, you know, get them to master the basics of business. And, um, but it's always from their wisdom what they know is next, what they know they need to learn. So that sounds great, Alicia, but how does somebody, like, um, like is there a better time to hire a coach? Is it better to hire yes. a coach in the very, very beginning when you start out your business? Or is it better to just, like, get your business up and running and then hire it, a coach? It depends on the business. For example, if you have investors and capital and you're taking a salary, get a coach. That means there's, like, there's some money that you can use to invest in yourself. If you are you know, not able to take a paycheck and barely making it and you're by yourself, it may not be time to get a coach yet because you just don't have that money to invest in it. Typically, okay. people need to be you know, at least 50000 in revenue to, for it to make sense. But there's some things you can do. Okay. Okay. Um, one of the things you can do is most real coaches will have entry-level programs. They'll either have group coaching programs or training programs where you can have, like, coachable moments. And so, for example, you know, if someone wanted one of my entry-level programs, they could actually get into one of them for just $75 a month. That's great. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people will do that, and then they're mixed in there with some of my other individual coaching clients, and then they find a way to afford coaching. Once someone's found the way to afford coaching, they usually never give it up because they recognize that it makes them money. I have a client that I've had for eight years now, mm-hmm. and she, wow. says she, she says she's never spent a dime on coaching. Oh, that's amazing because you probably made her ten times. Yes, more like a hundred. Yeah. Oh, that's so. Yeah. That's great. And do you remember Francine Glick? She was yes, recently. I yeah, she was recently on my radio show, and mm-hmm. I remember she that was one of her biggest pieces, uh, tips to pay it forward was she said she pays her coach before she pays her utility bills. Yeah. That's you know, there's a lot strongly. of people who feel that way. I know people have taken out loans to hire me, and, you know, I take that seriously. Yeah, that's great. So for just a, a measly $75 a month, 
that's probably a, a month worth of Starbucks. <laughs> you can hire Alicia and you can get rolling with the program. So what does that include? Does it include like a, a newsletter? Well, that specific program is my leading change program. It's actually an emotional intelligence program. And it's about um, growing up emotionally and operating from what you're committed to and operating from your values versus operating from how you feel. So what would it be like if you could always keep your foot on the gas in your business instead of like hitting the brake all the time because you get scared sure. or you don't feel like it or you're exhausted? Mm-hmm. But what if you could keep your foot on the brake all the time because you could operate from your commitment or your values versus operate from how you feel? Most of, it, most of us have had zero emotional intelligence training. But in that program, it's a group program, I do a lot of coaching. Okay. Okay. And how many people are part of the group? Um, no more than eight. I have oh, room for one person in my next program, and that starts in August, I think in two weeks, three weeks. It's an application program. Um, other things you can do is you can just find mm-hmm. one of my seminars and take them. And anytime you're in training with me, you're going to get coached. Oh, that's great. That's great. <laughs> you're going to get coached. That's a secret. <laughs> yeah. You can also listen to some coaching calls and listen to some classes on my website, and that's all free. Yeah, I did go to your website. I thought you had some amazing interviews that you were doing. So mm-hmm. there, there is a ton of information. All the podcasts you had mm-hmm. listed there. Yeah. I thought that was really, really um, great information. But um, one of the things that really impressed me about you, Alicia, is that something that I am not good at. And I have finally admitted to myself, I am not really good at picking the right people to hire. Mm-hmm. Like, it is such a challenge for me. I always feel sorry for somebody, and I'm like, oh, they could use the money. Oh, they're home from college for two months. Let me just give them a job. I mean, what am I thinking? I have a business that I need yes. to take to the next level, and yes. I'm feeling sorry for everyone. And yes. it's really a problem that I have because mm-hmm. I think it's an opportunity Costs that I'm paying to hire the wrong people. Sure. Well, first of all, you, talent, yeah. ta- talented people, you would never feel sorry for someone who's talented. Um, mm-hmm. Talented people, even if they've just lost their job, will um, have some kind of way that they're making money. They're just productive. They're motivated. They have a shine in their eyes. The way, even the way they walk will tell you that that person is talented. And so just the fact that you're feeling sorry for people tells me you're not hiring talent. That would be my first tip there. The other is, you know, I love everyone, so I've had to learn to have a very discerning process. So having Mm -hmm. a process and staying true to the process helps me find talented people. And you can listen to um, a higher interview that I did, and it's on my website. I don't know where it is exactly, but you can also go to Success Tools on my website and find some hiring tools there you'll see that I have a basic hiring chart. Um, But really, I do three interviews, a phone interview and two face-to-face interviews, a behavioral assessment. Um, I run the person by someone, and the first four or five days that they are working for me, it's temporary. I don't even do a contract. And then once I hire them, it's like probation for the first 90 days. Oh, that's great. sure that they're fulfilling, yeah. Um, But it... So because I love everyone and, you know, I would just, oh, I'm just in love. I fall in love with people. 
I've learned, <laughs> to have, I, I've learned to have a process, and that process keep, keeps it real for me. Yeah. And the other last bit of advice I can give on that is if you love the person, find something you don't like when you're interviewing them. And okay. if you don't like the person, find something you love. And that will help you stay neutral. And don't talk when you're, other than to ask a question when you're interviewing. You don't want to bond with the person you're interviewing. Okay, that's great advice. Hmm? And um, where, where would we even go to, like, really find the talented people? Do you have any suggestions on that? Like, how do you feel about going to the colleges, the universities sure. to do it find? All the time. Yes, I do it all the time. They're everywhere. They're in your doctor's office. When you see that office manager that's handling everything, take a moment, talk to them. You never know when you might need to hire so you're, it, I would say sphere of influence first. Go to the people you know. Okay. Create an ad. Email them. Because if someone comes in the sphere of influence, you can, you've got the best reference there is. You yeah. already know someone who knows that person, and you can actually talk to that person about, about you know, how they occur, what you know about them, that type of thing. And then next, don't be afraid to advertise. Don't be afraid to use Craigslist or the local um, job boards. You're, just know that you're going to have to sort through a lot of resumes and sort through a lot of interviews, and it's just part of the process. Sure. And perhaps we're not the right people to really go through it. Do you think that maybe we should really have a second person with a second opinion also interview that person? Well, if I, absolutely. I try to find your most cynical person around oh. you. Okay. <laughs> I have that person... Um, tell me what you think, because then you're going you're gonna to catch some stuff you wouldn't normally. But I would also say uh, trust yourself to learn what you need to learn. If I were coaching you around this, you would absolutely learn how to do this. Oh, that's great. There's something you're afraid of that we need to dissolve. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, that sounds, that sounds really important. But I think the scariest part is taking mm-hmm. on the responsibility of employees. And I think... Hiring your first employee is probably the most difficult, and once you've right. yeah, once you've done that, it probably is easier. Right, and so that's exactly what I was speaking to the the responsibility piece. Mm-hmm. You're thinking of yourself as smaller than you are. Say that again, Alicia. <laughs> you think of yourself as smaller than you are. I'm so small, I don't know if I can handle right, that right. responsibility. You are so much bigger than that. And so if I were coaching you, I would have you get how large you are. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. It sounds great. Well, we'll be back with the last segment of Paying It Forward. Thanks, Alicia Murray. Of course. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Exploring the world from the kitchen counter, it's Kitchen Chat with Margaret McSweeney. Fridays at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com, part of the Her Insight Network. Margaret is a busy mom, an accomplished writer, a former banker, and a woman with a heart for charity. Margaret believes the kitchen is more than just the heart of the home. It's the heart of the world, and food is a universal language. Join Margaret each Friday 
at her kitchen counter as she chats with authors, chefs, doctors, bankers, publishers, artists, and many other interesting people who will not only share what's going on in their lives and professions, but who also will share their favorite recipes. Now, being an adult orphan has touched and changed Margaret in ways beyond measure, yet she turned it into something positive with Pearl Girls. For more information on Margaret and her passion for cooking and charity, check out her website, margaretmcsweeney.com, and her blog, From Finance to Fiction, at blogspot.com. Come hungry for more than just food. It's food for the soul. Fridays, noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. It's Kitchen Chat with Margaret McSweeney. Celebrate Green is coming to Toginet, Wednesdays at noon Central Time, starting November 4th. The mother-daughter team of Lynn and Corey will have you going green and loving it at no time at all. As heard on Martha Stewart and Disney Radio and seen blogging for HGTV, Lynn Caldwell and Corey Caldwell-Lipsum are unapologetic evangelists for greening every aspect of life, especially holidays and celebrations. Based on their book, Celebrate Green, they're putting the meaning in the greening with their simple, fun, eco-friendly, affordable ideas. From their start with green Halloween to tips, tricks, ideas, and projects for every holiday, you'll love Celebrate Green. You can check them out online, too, at CelebrateGreen.net and GreenHalloween.org for more information, the newsletter, the blogs, places to shop, cool extras, and so much more. So get ready to Celebrate Green, the radio show with Lynn and Corey, Wednesdays at noon Central Time, starting November 4th on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. This week. So, we have Alicia Marie Fruin and lots of music <laughs> from People Biz Inc. And um, I would love for you to explain a little further how coaching really works. Okay. Well, coaching is just a dialogue, um, and in that dialogue, you start to get clear about what you want and the next action. So let's say, for example, you decided you want to have three extremely full, um, talented full-time employees, um, and we set that as a goal. So the first thing we do is we set goals. Now, most people cannot articulate a specific measurable result that they're out to at- obtain. They okay. say something like, I want to be successful, or mm-hmm. I want, my, want more business, or, or maybe the goal that they set is really small. And so we set nice, big, hairy, audacious goals. And then every conversation happens under those, uh, the umbrella of those goals. So the first piece is you get crystal clear about what you want, and some people have never done that. They've never really been able to articulate exactly what they want. And then we start working towards it. In other words, now we have a gap between where we are now and where we want to be. And we start bridging that gap, and it's usually done through a series of questions. So I put on my curiosity hat, and I just get curious about, well, what is in the way of this person having what they want? And I might say, look, what do you think is in the way? What will you have to learn? What pieces will you have in place once we're there? Why is that important to you? And we... Step, action, step it out. And so each session, we're talking about what was promised from the last call, what's been implemented, mm-hmm. what got in the way, because removing barriers is a large part of coaching. And then you look up after about 
three to four months, and your life or your business, it all starts to look very different, even though it happened in a very small incremental steps. Oh, wow. This sounds great. Alicia, I think I need to hire you for my husband. <laughs> I mean, I would love to hire you, but I think my husband needs you more. <laughs> well, the truth is only the truly talented people will ever get a coach because it's not about need. It's really the very talented people who get coaching because they have big, strong egos, and they're able to look at themselves, and they're able to look at their beliefs, and they're able to um, be resilient when I, you know, ask questions and I'm provoking them and I'm having them look at something in a different way. Um, And so coaching isn't something that you do if you need it. Um, It's not for people who are poor performers or people who... Um, you know, can't manage their time or get their business to make a dollar. It's really for people who are already doing well, who are already successful, who already, you know, have a lot going on for them. So I just wanted, you said need, and mm-hmm. I just wanted to take that word out of that equation. Yeah, and that really does make sense because uh-huh. the more I look around at people who have coaches, they are very successful. Mm-hmm. And I think what it does is it makes them even more successful and right. brings their business to the next level. That, like you said, a lot of times when somebody's starting out with a business, I know for myself, I think I'm petrified of success. Like, mm-hmm. oh, no, what does that really mean if I'm really going to become a, a huge success? Mm-hmm. Does that mean I'm going to have less time with my kids and my family? So That's beautiful that you said that because a lot of people have that belief in it stopping them. Yeah, so it's a matter of learning how to break through that. Um, it's a matter of letting that go. Mm-hmm. Being willing to be wrong about that. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny. I'm on live air here, Alicia, <laughs> and the listeners are knowing my hidden secrets here. <laughs> oh, you're just like everyone else. That's, you know, that's what's so beautiful about it. You know, really, we're all just like... I've had people say, wow, you just nailed me in 30 minutes. I'm like, well, it's just because you're just like everyone else. You know? <laughs> We're really all the same, which is a principle that I certainly work from. Yeah, you know, we might be great. at different levels, but we're all the same. We all grapple and struggle with the same issues, you know, how we see ourselves and how we see our business, you know, and how we see we should, be, you know, be a mother or how we, you know, that whole box we put ourselves in. And we're all the same. You know, we all have the same fears. (laughs) Yeah, it's amazing to me. It's all, like you said, I don't know if there's so much balance, but I think what I've learned is that um, sometimes you're more of one area in your life than you are another. And it's not so much about balance because sometimes it's like an 80-20. But it's more like what I've learned from you today Alicia Marie, is that I think coaching can probably just keep you so, so focused mm-hmm. so that it helps, the coaching helps you bring your business to a new level, but not necessarily with more investment of your time. Right. You're just staying more focused to move ahead more quick. You, and you tend to play a bigger game when you're in po- coaching. Most of us are playing a small game. We're staying inside our comfort zone, and really what we want is right outside our comfort zone. Um, people are really uncomfortable the entire time they're being coached by me. Oh, wow. Because it's like, um, 
And so each time, it's like they expand how they relate to themselves, which changes how they relate to their business. Right. So does there come a point when you have a client that you turn to them and say, I've done everything I possibly can do, and you set them free? Well, there's there's always, there is such thing as a time to complete. And uh, people, you know, it feels like, you know, like we don't have anything to talk about. And, And so what will happen is people will complete coaching, and then they'll come back when they have their next big, huge thing that they're working on. Oh, that sounds great. So every couple of months they can still touch base with you, and if something really huge, a big right. new client comes or whatever, then you start all over again. We can start all over again. I usually do it in blocks of seven months, 20 sessions. Yeah. 20 sessions in seven months. That is usually what it takes to have a permanent, long-lasting change. Wow. So that sounds great. So you must see it all, Alicia Marie. I do. <laughs> you're coaching so many people. Can you share with us, like, what are some of the biggest challenges that entrepreneurs face today? I, I think that we hit on one of the largest challenges, which is surrounding yourself with talented people and even making just that first hire. That's probably one of the biggest challenges. The second one is finances. Um, and just understanding finances, looking at your numbers, understanding your numbers, so often I'll start coaching someone, and after we start looking at the numbers, recognize that they don't even have a profit margin. There's no way to be successful in this business. Oh, wow. You know, we have to raise prices or, in some, in some cases, change our strategy or come up with a new um, stream of revenue. And so knowing your numbers, knowing your finances, you know, you can go on my website, again, and take an online course, Understanding a Financial Statement, and it's a good first start if you don't know your numbers. What people say to themselves is, well, I'm so small, I'm, I'm only doing 60000 and trust me, I know every penny. But the truth is they don't understand how to, to um, see, you know, what their revenue is probably going to be over the next 90 days or profit margin or where they're making, you know, the most profit um, for their time, et cetera, et cetera. Or, you know, a lot of times people, it surprises them when they need to lay off right away, when the indicators are right there in their financial statement. Yeah, I, right. I so, think that's great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Alicia, as much as I understand financials, I just dread it, to be honest with you. I'd rather be doing the creative part of my business. I'd rather be spending time doing my PR and I just look at certain things build up in my office, and finally I just decided, you know what, if I'm not going to do it, let me just hire somebody that's sure. really good and even better than me to do it. And I have to tell you, the weight has li- lifted right off my shoulders. I absolutely love my accountant. She keeps me right, right on time yep. with everything, and it's just off my plate. And right. Have a bookkeeper, have an accountant, but you still have to know your numbers. You have to know, okay, my salaries are running 32%. Mm-hmm. You, you know, sure. so you have someone, you look at your financial statement every couple of weeks, learn from it. It has something to tell you every time you look. Yeah. I, okay? And I then think... I would say then the last thing is just um, no balance. You know, so it's having great people, knowing your numbers, and then living a balanced life. People just aren't taking care of themselves, so they can't really have a thriving business. And, um, you know, in in the essence, they're sick. And so they can't really, you know, how creative are you when you're exhausted? 
you know, how many opportunities are you missing because you're burned out? Yeah, you're so right. I think you really, really hit it, hit it right. And um, it's just all about being a strong person. And I'll tell you, with working out, you really, mm-hmm. you really do become a strong person, and that opens up the creativity. Right. I'm also talking about sleep and meditation, and you know, time with your family and time away from the business. Um, so I'm talking about all those things, and I'm also talking about balance in the business that you're. You're mm-hmm. working on it and in it, and there's some balance around all of that. Yeah, and I know you love yoga. I would love to start getting involved. <laughs> yes, I'm a yogi. <laughs> now, how many times a week do you do it? Just a couple times a week. I There have been times when I'm doing it three to five times a week, but I'm also running and I'm lifting weights. But, boy, my yoga time. And I meditate every day. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, sounds, it sounds like you've got the entire... You've come full circle where you really have the right balance. You know, people forget that business is a game. And, yeah. you know, there's not, there's not any time in which you should lose your peace over it. Right. And if you can remember, yeah, there's this set of rules. Take it seriously. Know your numbers. Hire the right people. There's all of these rules around the game. But when, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not that big a deal. You could lose your business today; you would be fine. And you need to know that about yourself. Yeah, I think you're so right about that. Sometimes we just take everything a little too seriously, and it's so important to take a step back and say, you know what? What are your priorities? And mm-hmm. it's just so important to line it all up correctly. But yes. Alicia, I am so happy and so appreciative that you've been a guest on Paying It Forward this week. I would love to have you back again. Of course. And we can get into further um, discussions all about coaching. And okay. um, I just really, really enjoyed having you, and I know you paid tons of tips for today, so I appreciate <laughs> that. And um, hopefully we'll see you again at another Count Me In um, program. Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me, Josephine. Thanks, Alicia Marie. Have a great day. All right. You too. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Tarasi on Toginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons 